0: Uh-huh. online broadcast network. After Buzz TV. Over twenty million weekly downloads in over one hundred and fifty countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> Wow <laughs>
1: Yeah! Get it girl. Get Again it. doing weird things with my hands cuz that's just what happens here. I like it. Welcome. To another week of After Buzz TV's Monday Night Football After Show. I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter, at Tina Cap. And beside me, my beautiful co-host. What's up,
2: guys? I'm Steph Z. You can find me on Instagram Twitter, at I-A-M-S-E-F-Z. I'd love to hear from you. Oh, she would. I'll write you back, yo just saying
1: she ain't too cool Mm-mm. she ain't too cool Mm-mm. <laughs> um actually though i, I want to talk to you about how was your um your interview with clipper daryl oh i saw him if you guys don't know who clipper daryl is if you're not in the la area he attends every single every single los angeles clippers basketball game in full clipper regalia like a full three piece suit that's like red and blue that says clippers all over it and he's come there become their unofficial mascot and so Steph just did a really cool interview with him on his pod for his podcast or what was it for
2: actually he was on another sports show that I do Um, he was a guest on it, and he asked me to be a guest on his show so I did his uh, fan truth radio show at dash radio and we talked about you know some of the things happening in sports and he was interviewing me on being a Jets fan and why and you know he he loves how much I love the Jets so we talked about the Jets his Clippers we had a ping pong challenge and (laughs) the the loser has to wear the other team's stuff head to toe we didn't play yet so it was just it happened but he's amazing in what he does and you know, he really loves his team, and it was it was really
1: fun. Yeah, Thanks I for asking. I didn't even know you saw it. Yeah, no, because I saw I follow him. Obviously, I follow you on Twitter and Instagram, but I follow him as well, and I kept seeing him post about like all these photos of you, like he was about to interview you, and I'm like, oh, that's my
2: girl. Yeah, so it was super fun. He's super rad. So. Yeah,
1: I've met him before, too. He's a nice guy, and he's it's funny because he's just so into his team, and yeah, and it's great to have fans like that.
2: Yeah, and you know, it's it's kind of cool because I'm not super affiliated with a basketball team. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to a Clippers game on Friday. Oh, fun! So, Who do they play? I think they're playing the Pelicans. Cool, they should be so, able to win. I yeah, believe. well, they're in a kind of a slump, so we'll see. I know. i anyway. happy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Go Lakers.
2: <laughs> anyway, what are you two and twelve? What is just something school? like that? Crazy, <laughs> anyway. We're
1: we're let's get back to football. Yeah, all we're, right, we're all on right. to Fair uh enough. yes Monday Night Football Bills at Patriots. Yeah, which could have been an epic matchup. Should have been an epic matchup. It was. It was. Interesting. It wasn't
2: horrible. Yeah, it was interesting for me. It was interesting. I really liked the Bills defense. You know, you got Rex Ryan behind there, and he knows and studies the Patriots. You know, coming from the Jets, like and we always, as the Jets, gave the Patriots a run for their money. The Bills gave them a run for their money, but the Patriots, at the end of the day, even though the Bills D shut th- their offense down, their run game down, so to speak, they hit Tom Brady down what eleven times or something like yeah. that. So it's like they they command they. they Captivate on that, but in the same sense, the Patriots make teams beat themselves, yeah. and that's kind of what happened.
1: Yeah, it was a bummer because I felt like I, I definitely agree with you on that point, and I felt like the Bills' defense played great throughout the game for the most part. They had a little bit like that blown coverage in the for, in the at the end of the first half that allowed for that Patriots touchdown. Yeah, but
2: which again came off of a missed field goal. Yes. So they the Patriots capitalize on opportunities that come, and the Bills kind of weren't.
1: Right, and and so I felt like the Bills defense was really putting their, you know, uh, best foot forward, so to speak, but the offense, they couldn't really do much in that second half. Yeah. They weren't having luck, and then, of course, at the end there, Tyrod Taylor got injured, which had a lot to do with you know, his ability and capability to throw the ball. Yeah. But and it was interesting see that once he got hurt,
2: he threw like a perfect on point pass. You know, a lot of his balls were underthrown, overthrown, yeah. whatever. And as soon as he was hurt, he like threw a couple right on point. And I was like, yeah, hmm, that's but interesting. But then you could
1: tell too that a lot of his, like it was taking everything in him yeah. to get that ball to someone. Yeah. And they weren't going far. Yeah. True. Which I think, what do you think about that, uh, judgment call by Rex Ryan to not put EJ Manuel in when Tyra Taylor's clearly injured. He's grabbing at his collarbone you know, the whole
2: time. it was interesting because when we saw Emmanuel, Emmanuel um, practicing, you know, warming up on the sideline, I actually, when it was like 46 seconds or whatever it was, I actually thought they were going to put him in and I actually thought it was a good play because they were having problems with the headsets. You get a quarterback in there that's a little bit more veteran, that's been playing with the Bills a little bit longer and in case that happens, he can just call the plays on the fly. Like I thought that was maybe some of the thought process behind it like yes he was hurt as well, but I thought maybe okay let that that made me feel a little bit confident because it's not you know it's not like you're putting in you know a rookie quarterback yeah. in that situation because somebody else is hurt you know granted he was he's been struggling and that's why Taylor's starting but I feel like you know he might have the the smarts or to, to be able to navigate through those situations a little bit better
1: yeah no I agree with you i thought that I mean, I'm sure what happened is Tyrod probably said, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Don't right. take me out, I'm fine. And, you know, they're going to they're agree with him and let him stay in when, really, probably he should have come out. Yeah. But then again, it's like... It's a tough call because yeah. maybe he comes out and E J hasn't thrown a ball the entire night and yeah, he warmed up for a little bit, but he's going into into a pivotal point of the game where you're expecting him to make perfect plays and
2: Right. You're like a, damned if you do and damned if you yeah, don't. Totally. Yeah, totally.
1: So it's a bummer. I guess we'll find out probably in the next day um right. what happened, if if it's anything serious with Tyrod, hopefully not. I, I like him, I think. Um it's nice to see that he's finally like 'Cause he's been in the groove. league for a little while, a couple years. And yeah. just
2: not this is the first year with the Bills though, right? Yes. Yeah, and he I, was Emmanuel's behind
1: Flacco at the Ravens, I think.
2: Yeah, and Emmanuel's been with the Bills for what, four three seasons? I think three. Yeah. So that's yeah. you know
1: so yeah, it's nice to see him actually finally come into his own as a right. quarterback since he hasn't really had the opportunity to shine like people thought he would out of college. Right. Coming out of Virginia Tech where he went there because he's from that area and because Michael Vick went there and he went and broke all Michael Vick's records. And I thought that was kind of cool. They mentioned that on the broadcast today right. too. But anyways, yeah. So, all right, we talked about Tyrod a little bit. What what was your overall sense of how he played prior to the injury? Do you think that he had a strong outing tonight? Or do you think that he... No,
2: I don't. I feel like there was a lot of... You know, underthrown, overthrown, side thrown. Like there was a lot of balls that were not on point. The receivers got open. There was a lot of missed opportunities yeah. because the ball was in the wrong spot. And I mean, I get it. If you throw the ball behind the guy, you're trying to get the, the the pass interference call, and they got it a couple times. But in the same sense, if you put that ball out just a little bit further, they'll catch it and go. And they had the opportunities to do that, and it just didn't it didn't work.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's crazy how. I mean, it's not crazy. It's very it's it's obvious how important a quarterback is to a team. But sometimes it blows my mind at how you can have great surrounding pieces, but if you don't have a quarterback, and you see this, I mean, you saw it with the Jets. I mean, they're still struggling. I mean, Fitzpatrick is doing okay, but without having like a solid. Good, like really good quarterback. It doesn't matter how good the rest of your team is.
2: No, it's the same thing. I mean, you flip that around, you look at Tom Brady, who I love to hate, but in the same sense, like he's a strong quarterback. So when they miss the field goal and there's a 46 seconds left or whatever was left, he's going to get a touchdown in that time because he's confident. He's got it. He's been with that organization for forever. You know, I mean, it's just, it's night and day. And that's exactly, I mean, there's a reason why the quarterback is You know, I mean, I don't know. Do you think the quarterback's the most important player on the field? I would think. Yeah. I think arguably, yeah.
1: I agree. You could say arguably, but I don't really think many people would argue that point because who else commands the field, calls the plays, is the person that touches the ball more than the quarterback. Is The center is the only person that touches the ball as much as the quarterback, and all he has to do, I mean, I should, I'm not trying to belittle the center right, position, right, right. but you know, he blocks for the quarterback. He doesn't make the plays and decide, Oh, I can't throw here. There's two, there's, you know, he's double covered and I gotta change my game plan. I gotta get out of the pocket. I gotta run over to the side here. Oh, I gotta just sprint for the, you know, like there's yeah. so much that goes through the mind of a quarterback that controls the entire game right. that that's why it's such an important position yeah so you're right you saw the difference in you know a veteran solid above I mean I don't even know if you'd say above average like a very good quarterback yeah, he's in a, Tom he's Brady a top five and then, quarterback top three yeah definitely and then you see you know Tyrod who's had a decent year but he's he's nowhere near at no. the level of tom brady and, he and you see i
2: mean in the beginning of the game you see tom brady was pissed oh he was so mad he was so mad and it's like funny because i was i was at the bar watching the game and these guys next to me were like you know look at him he's being so disrespectful to his teammates blah blah blah, blah. like yeah maybe he's being just dis- like whatever and yelling at his players but they're still winning ball games so they're yeah. listening to him so what would you rather have You know, they're all grown men. It's a business. You know what I mean? Like, what would you rather have? That guy that's fired up and pissed off when a play doesn't happen? Or the guy that's like, all right, and then just goes back and looks at the little, you know, surface thing and whatever. You know, you want that. I want that guy. I would want Tom Brady to be my quarterback for just that.
1: Yeah, I know. And it's like, with the loss of Deion Lewis and Julian Edelman, Brady's kind of left with, and we lost Amadola tonight. Yeah, well, but prior to the All game, right. I'm saying coming into this game, not the. I mean, Brandon LaFell is a decent receiver, but he's he's not consistent. Yeah, he's not consistent, and he's, then he makes
2: great plays, but he's not consistent. And
1: then Lagarre Blunt, I feel, is the same way. Yeah. You know, he can have a breakout, awesome, great game, but yeah, more often than not, he doesn't. Yeah, and and you know
2: who was really silent tonight.
1: Sammy Watkins
2: no well for the Patriots oh who Gronkowski
1: yes he had he like was. one play he did not score a touchdown
2: no and he had he had one good play like one big catch with a run and the he dropped a couple a couple were thrown bad and Tom Brady was throwing the ball into the ground yeah. so much tonight yeah so
1: so much so that deep pressure was really you know he felt it do you remember who was covering Gronk was it
2: uh, Was it
1: possibly, um, what's his name? I wrote it down, actually. Was it Stephon Gilmore? Because he, I felt like, had a very good game for the Bills tonight.
2: Um, I don't know where it is. But, uh, yep, Gilmore. He, he broke up the play.
1: Yeah, he played w- really well tonight. He had that play where he broke it up and he uh, caught yep. the interception. Intercepted the ball, I should say, whatever. Um, and, and made a lot of kind of critical plays on defense. So, yeah. You maybe know, that's why. Maybe as, as, uh, Malcolm Butler was covering Sammy Watkins and you didn't see anything from Sammy tonight for the most part, except for that awesome one handed grab. Yeah. Um, maybe on the flip side, it was the same with Gilmore on Gronk and that's why. But that's surprising that you can stop, that you can sh- quiet Gronk with just one player like that. I, I, yeah. I don't remember seeing much double coverage on him did you
2: there was there was some yeah but I feel like in the same sense it wasn't like you know you've got these people and again like I go back to the Jets just because I watch the games always thoroughly but like you got people that you know Brandon Marshall who's getting triple teamed every single time like they're not doing that to Gronkowski right he's just not and again a lot of it I think it was almost half and half of him missing the passes and Tom Brady's ball not being where it needed to be which you don't really see from Tom Brady I know he was feeling the pressure
1: I, he definitely was, um, which is surprising because I feel like the Patriots' offensive line has not allowed that too much this season. Yeah. You know? So I, I guess, think it's
2: the, it's definitely the most times Tom Brady's been hit in a game this thus far, I believe. I'd
1: have to agree. Do we have fantasy stats, Guru? Ben, yeah, I don't are you know. I don't see our
2: chat roll up there. If you guys could put our chat roll up ben, there. Ben, if you know.
1: If this is true, please tweet us or something. Yeah, and Tom Brady had one
2: interception tonight.
1: Yeah, how, I'm trying to see how many targets Gronk had.
2: Uh, Seven
1: targets. That's probably pretty low for him for a game.
2: Yeah, but and what was his stats though?
1: Two receptions and 37 yards.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Really bad.
1: I want. I bet you. I would put money that that's probably his worst game this season as well. Yeah for Gronk, so...
2: is doing everything.
1: Oh, okay. Ben says they were doubling over the top on Gronk the whole time.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Well, fair enough, but still... And you're right.
1: Tom Brady is doing everything with nobody. That's what we were saying, you know, that that he doesn't really have any weapons, even though, honestly, Julian Edelman, like, he's okay. He's not that great, but Tom Brady makes him great. It's just like, I feel like, I mean, Eric Decker's having a great great uh couple of seasons with the Jets. He it's not like he's, he's
2: consistent.
1: He's consistent. But Peyton Manning made him a better receiver. Yes. When he was on the Broncos. I feel like that's what happens with Julian Edelman. If Edelman was on any other team with it let's put him on the on the Bills with Tyrod Taylor. He's not nowhere near the numbers that he has with Tom Brady. Right. I think I even wrote them down because Edelman and and Dion Lewis um together combined for the majority of um, the Patriots. Where is it? Yeah. So they have 33,878 scrimmage yards this season. Edelman and Lewis combined for 1337 of those scrimmage yards. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a big loss for them losing both of those guys. Right. But like but I happens. said.
2: Again, yeah. and this is this, this is the season of the injury. Yeah. So many people are injured. You know what I thought was, um, you know, something to make note of. So you see when Tom Brady got that one hit and then they were talking about all the concussions and stuff. Yes. And I was surprised that because of what happened yesterday to Bradford, was it Bradford? No, oh, it, it was, uh, uh the
1: oh. I saw them show that replay.
2: Who was it? Um, anyway, that they didn't make him, you know, make sure he didn't have that cuz he got up and he was shook.
1: Well, yeah, because he got up and then he fell down again and like his arm was dead. Like you could tell that he he most definitely got a concussion. Yeah, I wonder. I know. I I it's, I, I remember watching them show that replay and now I can't think of which quarterback it was.
2: Yeah. Ben. Um we're like, Ben, tell us. Yeah. Ben <laughs> needs um, to come back. But um you know, I a great game for the Bills Hogan. Yes. He came through.
1: That I wrote him down on there as like, oh, hello, who is this guy? Yeah. Because I, I guess because Butler had such tight coverage on Sammy that that was kind of his only option was to throw it over to Hogan. Oh, Keenum, that's right. Yes, Case Keenum, yeah. Keenum. Um. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ben. You're the best. Um, yeah, so I guess that was really his only option was to go to Hogan. And I felt like it took them a while to catch on. To the fact that he was just getting wide open looks. Yeah, the whole no, time. I agree with you. So, I don't know. I mean, it was I-
2: also, uh, they had, uh, the Patriots' field goal kicker had, 52 consecutive field goals at home until tonight. And he missed. Greg, or whatever. Radgaski. Yeah. He, they both missed one field goal. Now the other thing yeah. with Carpenter with the Bills field, uh, field place kicker whatever you want to call yeah. him, field kicker. You know, I feel like it's crazy how many times people kick the pole like hit the actual pole of the upright. His ball hit both.
1: I know. Doesn't happen. I know. That was crazy. Yeah, and it, it seemed like it was on. It was in the trajectory of going through the field yeah. goal, like no big deal. And then it just kind of veered. Wind. And, it was windy there. They said, "Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was crazy. I mean, that's what's so difficult about being a kicker. And I know everyone always likes to make fun of the kickers and say that they're not real football. Oh, the players only job they have
2: to do is kick the ball. Whatever.
1: But you put yourself in that situation where." You, pra- you can practice as much as you want, but sometimes stuff happens. Well, yeah.
2: And, it's 20 degrees out. The yeah. wind's blowing.
1: And if you kick that ball like a fraction of, you know, a little inch to the left of what you normally do, you know, you could miss it easily. Yeah. And that's just you're not perfect Stuff yeah been, you know no i like,
2: get it i'm not hating on kickers ever. no
1: i wasn't saying that you were but yeah. i'm just a lot of people like to do that and say oh if he would have just made that kick it would have been a different game blah 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 yeah but it's tough i can't imagine being a kicker all that pressure no
2: it's a lot but i mean again too that's why you're in the nfl yeah you know how many kickers are there across all 32 teams what total there's a hundred guys that are getting paid millions of dollars to kick a freaking ball through an upright true you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's two sides of that, I think. True. <laughs> just saying.
1: I No, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying. But can't all, handle the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Yes. All in all, though, this was a very close game in the Patriots, you know, standard of Patriot standards because the first game that they played in week two, the, Bel- the Bills lost 40 to 32. Right. And Tom Brady... Threw for over 400 yards or something against them which is the most any quarterback has thrown against a rex ryan defense um, yeah i think drew Brees was the second most and that was in like 2012 or something so they held them to 20 points which is is good yeah mm- Theoretically, there were a couple play. I mean, really, actually, it probably should have been 27 because of that blown call by the refs. Oh, my
2: goodness, <laughs> mm-hmm. we got to talk about the refs. They were so bad tonight. I mean, what so is going on? How do they rectify that? Like, how did tomorrow there not be talk about the fact that what was that whistle that was then earlier than the catch so i get it the patriots fans should be pissed that they didn't get that amandola because amandola was still in at that point he caught it he could have probably got a touchdown the guy's quick he's squig like squirrely he gets around people but the whistle was blown the ball was clearly not caught that makes it an incomplete pass if the ref does screw up like that's what the rule book says right then on top of that at the end of the
1: game he got
2: out of bounds. They, they should s- have had two seconds They screwed up. the
1: Bills a couple times yeah. at the end of that game. First, yeah, he got out of bounds. First, well, first when they called that, they were going to review that first down that they called. They said Robert Woods got the first down. Then they let all this time bleed it was and like said, 10 oh, seconds. wait, we're going to review now. And then never put the time back on the clock. Then, yeah, they Sammy Watkins was out and... Yeah. He could have they could've had one Hail Mary attempt at the end there. I'm I'm not saying if the
2: situation was turned around, I would feel more like You know, like, if the situation was completely turned around and it was the Patriots that got cheated at the end, like, if the teams were complete opposite, I would be like, man, ooh, thank God, Tom Brady could... Like, I'm not saying that Taylor would have thrown an interception. Tom Brady would have... I mean, a touchdown pass with two seconds left. Tom Brady definitely has a better chance at doing that. But in the same sense, it's it was very, very bad refereeing tonight. Yeah. and And I don't... I mean... There's always bad calls, and it's part of the game, and I I get all these reviews and all these things that they put in place to try and make it more fair. But today was bad.
1: Yeah, it was. It wasn't like bad calls. It was just like dummy, dumb calls. You know, like oh yeah, it wasn't like questionable. Especially at the end there, you even pointed out that that ref was standing right in front of the play. I mean, like literally right there, like right in front of it and said no and then it got overturned. Yeah. And did Carlos Williams didn't score tonight did he? I don't think so. I think it was just I don't think so either. Sean McCoy. So that breaks his streak. He was on pace for having the most consecutive games with a touchdown touchdown to begin his career in NFL history. He went six straight games. Um, Tonight would have been seven and he would have overcome or he would have been the number one on that list. Unfortunately, he stays tied with Robert Edwards, who actually was a Patriot. Yeah, that's interesting. But he didn't have a great game at all. You know who else didn't have a great game? McKelvin. Oh, my God. I mean, are
2: you... You know what, though? Again, again, they've said it so many times during the game. They said that... This game, when it's that cold, the ball gets slippery. Which I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's getting dewy and freezing. Like, I'm not sure exactly why. Um, I'm sure somebody made sure that the balls were inflated tonight because this is when the Patriots like to do that. But... um, (laughs) Shots fired. I'm just saying. But no, I feel like that was... And they kept saying it, and we definitely did see that. I mean, on that one kickoff, both teams fumbled. Yeah, You don't see that. Like, this game, it was almost like... You could have a whole bloopers reel in this from the players to the refs to the coaches, Rex Ryan on the field. I thought he was going to get thrown out of the game. Yeah. Like you can't walk onto the field when you're
1: a coach like yeah. that. Like that's just crazy. I know. You're right. It was, there were a lot of kind of scratch your head plays like or just things brains that frozen. happen. Like what, what's going on here? Yeah. People's um, brains are frozen. Yeah. I don't know what, did they say how cold it was out there? I
2: think it was like 29 degrees. And it felt like 20 with the wind chill or something like that, which is crazy.
1: Yeah. Not cool. No. Um, Where was my... You could
2: reverse that. That was our temperature today, 92 probably.
1: I know. For all of you that are not in California, we just got... It got really cold all of a sudden. Now, the last couple of days, it's been 90 in the 90s. Now, next week it's supposed to be 57 again. I just don't understand what's going on. Global yeah. warming.
2: Oh, yeah. Fantasy stats guru, Ben. Yes. I definitely feel like McKelvin is in the suck bucket 100%. for tonight. 100%. 100% suck bucket. Because
1: who else could you put there? The refs. It's yeah. either the refs
2: or McKelvin. But I
1: think McKelvin, definitely. Yeah. Because he dropped two passes or two punts tonight, didn't yeah. he? Well, he recovered that last one thankfully, but then it put them in horrible field position. But I think really. he was trying to do a fair catch anyway.
2: Yeah, and, but and he, he just... still
1: but he wasn't even close to the 20-yard line. So where he yeah. dropped, where he fell, I think that's where they put the ball, right? Yeah, and then and then they they
2: fumbled again, but it actually helped them out cuz it stopped the clock cuz they recovered. Yeah. Not that you ever want to try that as a strategy. Yeah. No. Probably not the best.
1: Mm. What well, how were our uh, predictions last week?
2: I don't even remember. I know.
1: I was thinking I was like, wait.
2: I feel like I okay. picked the bills.
1: Yeah, we all picked the bills, so we all we all lost that one. Okay. Um the Cardinals beat the Bengals, so you lost cuz uh. you chose the Bengals.
2: All right. And I picked the Jets, so I'm owing three. The Jets
1: lost. All right, I'm just going to um, not pick anymore. That's okay. I don't know, is Ben actually keeping track? I don't think so because we haven't been very good with our predictions this season. No,
2: you got two wrong and one right. I did. Everyone, everyone picked, uh, who picked no, the Texans? Matthew,
1: Matthew picked the Texans, so he got two out of three right. Alright, fine Matt. Good job, Matt. Good job. If you're watching. Yeah, the twingers. <laughs> yeah, the twingers. Hashtag yeah. twingers. I heard um, today was
2: kick a ginger day. Someone was oh, saying that, and I was like, what? You're and thinking fir- about our twingers? And the first thing I thought was, nobody better kick my new best friends. Yeah. i will be pissed.
1: I'm be real pissed. We'll yeah. kick whoever kicks our twingers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Next week, we have... Are we
2: doing picks already? Yeah. yeah? Let's get right. into
1: right. Let's get into predictions. All righty. Where's my schedule? Next week... Oh. Your After Buzz TV prediction. Yeah. um the bills play the chiefs in Kansas City.
2: ooh, they're both fighting for a playoff spot. The chiefs are kinda on fire. I'm gonna pick the chiefs for Foya. fire <laughs> shut it,
1: <laughs> okay, and then the Patriots, where's their schedule?
2: Ugh, please play someone that's gonna you're gonna beat.
1: Yeah, that's that's the other thing too about the Patriots is they haven't really played anyone. They haven't played that any winning good. teams. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. everyone's
2: talking about how they're undefeated, undefeated. If you look back to two thousand seven when they had the same type schedule, that's how it rotates every eight years. That was when they were undefeated yeah, sixteen so you, and all. Yeah, you and they didn't that win that the Super Bowl. Time. It's like they're not playing. It's not like they they had to play the Broncos and the Cardinals right. and Seattle and teams that are actually good and winning. They're playing teams that like they played. Just The
1: Steelers. They played the Bills in Week Two. They played the Jags. They played the the Cowboys, Colts, Jets, Dolphins, Redskins, Giants, Bills. This week, this next week. I don't think anyone has. I don't think
2: anyone has over a five hundred record out of all those teams.
1: Now the problem. The problem with this coming week of them going to play the Broncos. In Denver is that Brock Osweiler is at quarterback. So Peyton Manning is not, is out.
2: Well, that's good for the Broncos.
1: No, that increases the Patriots chances. Brock Osweiler is nowhere near as good as Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's been sucking it. What are you talking about? He threw four
2: interceptions and he's hurt the week before last when they benched him.
1: Oh, there he is. Ben says, I'm three and six. Really? Oh, and Steph's five and 12. How do I have six less picks than her? I don't know. (laughs) And then. He's picking the Pats over the Broncos. I'm picking the Pats over the Broncos, too, because I just don't think that...
2: I'm going to pick Os- the Broncos. Okay, I honestly, I mean, I have to pick against the Patriots, and I don't care if I lose. I just pick with my heart. But in the same sense, I feel like Osweiler is going to be good, man. He's been learning under Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning really just needs to set back and help this guy and coach him through it and give him his support. Peyton Manning is done in my book. And all those people out there, I understand that you might hate what I'm saying, but he's hurt. He's been consistently hurt. He's come back from such an injury, and he made such a good run after such a serious injury. Now it's just Like he's getting hurt and then hurt, you know. He's, he's like a little Kobe bit,
1: Bryant. yeah.
2: He's a little bit fragile, and you know what? You know, he threw four interceptions two games ago. Yeah. You got to go out on a high note, man. Let it go,
1: yeah. And I he agree. was even
2: saying that he's gonna play again next year, even if he, even if he signed with the 49ers or some trash. I heard he them talking that? about someone said something like that today, and I was just like, No, he needs to stop. Yeah, it's time when it's time, it's time. Yeah, I agree so anyway who, okay so I got the Chiefs and the Broncos who are you picking the Chiefs or the Bills
1: I'm gonna go with the Bills just to All make right. it interesting and I'll take the Patriots
2: alright and what's that last game Who's Monday oh next
1: night? Monday night oh, shoot I don't know let me look
2: it
1: up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I forgot to write it down I apologize okay Um,
2: I think it's the uh, Ravens play I don't know
1: no next Monday is yeah Ravens and Browns you're right
2: Uh, ooh, Flacco's out, and Forsett's out.
1: I know, so actually will be an interesting...
2: I'm gonna pick the Browns. Are you? I mean, Flacco and Forset are out. I know. Who's... Who they got then? Who's gonna be their number ones? You tell me. Tell me why I should pick them.
1: Alright, I'll go Browns
2: too. Okay. I think,
1: I think it's a safe bet there. Yeah. Chiefs and Browns Over ravens. Yeah. Yeah, we agree with you. Yeah. All right, sweet. Alright, we got our picks. Steph, if in the meantime if people want to chat with you. You guys can find me at I
2: A M S T E F Z on all the social media stuff platforms.
1: And you can find me at Tina Cap on all the social media stuff platforms. (laughs) And we'll look at you. you. (laughs) See?
2: Learning from a vet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Always. We'll see you next week.